years ago, two awkwardly shaped boys became best friends. That friendship grew over time. Then the two awkwardly shaped boys became men and got their own radio show. <laughs> what you're listening to right now is two best friends. It's Mikey and Bob. We've never seen each other naked. Not that we don't want to. It it just hasn't happened yet. Welcome to the 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Yay! Hi! Yay! Alright. Hi. Hi. You How good, you? Uh, yeah, Bob? Yeah. yeah, all right. Nice. All right, that's done. With We're both yep, nice. We're done. All right, so. Going home. See you later. I uh, can't go home yet. No. Not yet. Got to do, uh, do our job here. Got to wake up and entertain the uh, morning commute, the morning drive of the city of Pittsburgh and uh, greater surrounding regions. I don't know. Uh, on the show today, somebody gets naked in Florida. Almost a daily occurrence on the show. Uh, yeah. How yeah. about this for a tease, though, huh? At some point, we will have people passing gas and dolphin masks on the show. How do you leave us? How? When I tell you that. You can't. How do you leave us? You can't. When I tell you that's covered on the show today. People passing gas while wearing dolphin masks. Wow. Also, Bob has done some math, uh, which is impressive because if you were listening to the show last week or you've been uh, listening to the show for years now, uh, we have gone down multiple times on the show Bob's senior year of high school class schedule, and uh, he did not have any difficult math classes. Bob, do you remember uh, once again your senior year of high school, your classes that you were taking? Uh, jewelry. Jewelry. Um Parenting. Yearbook. You had yearbook. Uh, yearbook. Yearbook. Parenting. Parenting. Okay. Uh, foods like home ec. <laughs> <laughs> uh, teacher aid. Amazing. And uh, yeah, yearbook. And then we had to take government. So It really is just an incredible, just... It's a hell of a run. It is run. just the laziest possible senior year schedule that you could have taken. However, though, Bob has dug deep and done <laughs> real math for the show today. Coming up on the show... We will find out how much different celebrities make, including Beyonce, Taylor Swift, The Rock, Mm -hmm. Jeff Bezos, who runs uh, Amazon. We will find out how much those celebrities make every time they poop. Unbelievable. I want to know. I, I know I'm teasing it. I want to know right now. How much does The Rock make every time he sits on a toilet for a good five minute? You know. I'm estimating that five minutes. Okay, so that's that's what you did. Yeah. You took the math about some celebrities, what they make, and then estimated if they take five minutes on average every time. They have to uh, go to the bathroom yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. That's that's how you got the math. That's an amazing. That's a, that's amazing math right there. That's the stuff they aren't going to teach you in school. No, that's that's uh, that's our education for uh, you this morning. So coming up again, people passing gas in dolphin masks. <laughs> we'll also find out how much Beyonce, Taylor Swift, The Rock, and Jeff Bezos make while they're pooping. 
Ta-da. Good luck, other morning shows. To be young and in love in New York City. Joe tweets is here. Good morning, boys. Checking in from Vegas for my 30th birthday today. Hope you guys have a great week. Hashtag it's 3 a.m. here. Wow. Happy birthday, Joe. Madman Joe. In Vegas. Go to bed. 3 a.m. Nothing good's happening in Vegas. 3 a.m. Nope, nope. uh -uh. Nothing good is happening anywhere at 3 a.m. Except in Pittsburgh where our alarms are going off to come in here and do this crap for all of you. What a show today, though. Did you watch any of the uh, Steelers preseason game? The third preseason game of the season, uh, of course, was Saturday. The Steelers beating the Titans 16-6. to This is a very important game, though, because this is when we got to see some of the starters, like Ben Roethlisberger. You know, do you watch I, uh, any of it? I saw Ben throw his touchdown pass. That was about it, though. Okay. I see. I missed the touchdown pass because I forgot the Steelers were even playing. And then I hopped on Twitter and people were tweeting about the game. I'm like, oh, yeah, Steelers are on. And then I watched, like, I watched all of the rest of the game. So I was watching Landry Jones, Mm. Mason Rudolph. How'd they look? You know, it was just something to have on in the background. I wasn't really paying uh, too much attention. I was just waiting for touchdowns. No, I need, like, an in-depth report. Uh, Okay, Josh Dobbs is going to get cut. Whoa. Uh, However, though. Uh, were there Facebook comments? Did you check Steelers' Facebook comments? Because I know the first preseason game that they won, right? Didn't they beat the Eagles in the first yeah, preseason yeah, yeah, game? Yeah, yeah. We actually read angry Steelers' Facebook comments after they won the first preseason game of the season. Uh, were there any Facebook comments after this victory? Uh, no, they weren't really that bad. Because okay. Everybody's just like, oh, Ben played pretty good. All right, good. The defense did all right. All right, good. All right. Good. Okay. No Facebook. We're not going to force it. There's, think, if there's no preseason Facebook comments, I, I'm good. I'm happy. I think people just seeing Ben kind of calm the nerves a little bit. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. Instead of getting all uh, butt worked up over like the third string quarterback <laughs> <Right>. battle, and, you <laughs> right, know, things right. that really don't matter too much. However, though, since the Steelers did win, we can say that the Steelers are undefeated since Doug L. Oh, you're right. You're right. On the show Friday, a uh, guy who listens to our show sent us his own version of Steelers Renegade. <laughs> the Steelers have not lost since Doug L's Steelers Renegade dropped. Oh, Brady, I can hear you crying. You're so scared of Bud Dupree. <laughs> the jig is up. The news is out. They're out on wow. the field It's so good. I cannot stop thinking about that Steelers Renegade song that was sent to us on Friday. So good. Oh, Brady, I'm scared of the Dupree. Uh, It's hard to pick a favorite part, but I mean the yell. The yell when it kicks in. It is so good. That Renegade yell, man. It is so good. Uh, So (laughs) I fully expect the Steelers, now that uh, Doug L. has released his Steelers Renegade uh, version that he made probably in his basement. Uh, I think the Steelers are just going to win out at this point. Unstoppable. I think they're just going to win out and win the Super Bowl. I don't. I don't expect them to lose once they're powered by a Steelers Renegade remix by uh, by Doug L. So good, man. So good. High today, eighty-seven degrees. Wow. Nice and swampy. Yeah, warm and humid. I think it's supposed to be like heat index in the mid nineties tomorrow, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. All right. Well, summer's got a little bit of shakes of uh, moistness 
left for us, huh? Couple more shakes. Couple more shakes of wetness for summer. Get all swampy, huh? Uh, warm and humid today. Chance of scattered rain showers, but high of 87 and tomorrow, like I said. Uh, with humidity and everything, it'll be in the 90s. Uh, okay. Uh, Senator John McCain uh, dead at the age of 81. He had been uh, he had been in uh, bad health for a while. You know, battling uh, cancer, and then uh, he just decided with his family to uh, stop treatment. Mm-hmm. And uh, Senator John McCain dead at the age of 81 on Saturday. Uh, there was this was very awkward how NBC broke in on the regular big NBC station, right? How they broke in to announce the uh, the passing of Senator John McCain. This was. Uh, because it, it, it happened on Saturday like evening, right? Yeah. An episode of America's Got Talent was running. Okay? So a lot of times when there's big national breaking news that networks think, okay, we have to stop what's happening right now and just break in with this, you know, because this is something that almost everybody in the country is going to care about in one way or another. So they break in during an episode of America's Got Talent to announce the passing of Senator John McCain. They have like a whole, you know, kind of tribute, I guess, package already ready to go. Ready and set. That's a weird thing in in the news media. How, how, How many people have death packages ready to go? I don't know how that works. Is there a certain age? Where they just make one? Like when you get to like, I don't know, 65 or 70? Do they say, oh, okay, like, do, does does every news station have just some specific person who makes death packages? I like, mean, I bet they do. It's got to take some time to edit them together, and you got to have one for what? Almost every famous person? Like, did, you know, do people have death packages ready to go for any random famous 35-year-old person? I don't know how that works. You got to be ready, right? Yeah, and to have like seems, a fully produced like video that you're just going to run is kind of creepy. It seems like whenever somebody passes away, even if it's a younger person, you know, younger celebrity or famous person, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, it always seems like the news stations have something ready. And I doubt they're throwing that together at last minute. I don't know how that works. I have no idea. I'm just throwing it out there. Is there a certain age? Like, do, do they have a calendar that's just like, well... Uh-oh. Unfortunately, they're 65 today. Did you see whose birthday it was? Yeah, get the package ready. You know, might not happen for another 30, 40 years, but they could go tomorrow. There's just one guy that sits down in a closet someplace. Worst job ever. Has just to put editing together death packages. The sad death package. All right, so listen, NBC News, when Senator John McCain passes, it's during an episode of America's Got Talent. You know, the show has got the judges and people go up and they sing or dance or do magic tricks or whatever sort of talent they think they have. So this was towards the ending of the John McCain is dead uh, kind of package that they were running on NBC. And again this evening, the breaking news, NBC News confirming the death of Senator John McCain at the age of 81. This has been an NBC News special report. We will return to our regular programming on the NBC network. Our live coverage continues on MSNBC. Okay, 
Okay, now you hear the noise. Let me explain what happened. It's unbelievable. They went from the Senator John McCain dead at the age of 81, tuned into MSNBC for more coverage. We now go back to regular programming. Regular programming, right out of the death of John McCain, was an episode of America's Got Talent, where there were two people on stage. Two larger gentlemen. Wearing dolphin masks. Yep. Farting. <laughs> when I die, this is how I want to be remembered. Like, what a send-off for John McCain that is. Farting human dolphin. Our live coverage continues on MSNBC. Uh, that is unedited right there. That is how fast I mean, yeah. they went with John McCain's dad. Check out more on MSNBC into two Two guys farting in dolphin Our bass. live coverage continues on MSNBC. And... <laughs> Wasn't anybody like in the control room just going, not now. Just be like, stretch, stretch it out. Stretch it out 20 more seconds. Why? There, there's two guys in dolphin masks farting right now. It just would be really weird. They're shirtless. Okay. Yeah. Do something. <laughs> were they shirtless? Yeah, they were. They were. <laughs> they were farting with like their stomachs. <laughs> Wait, so they were using- their, their act was they were in dolphin mask and they were making the dolphin farting noise or the dolphin yelp or whatever using their stomachs. So it goes back to them and it's <laughs> like you couldn't stretch for like 30 more seconds. Then at the age of 81, <laughs> Senator John McCain. Our live coverage continues on MSNBC. <laughs> Amazing. I can't stop thinking about the person who works at a TV news organization who has to make the death tribute videos. I am I'm fascinated by that process. I really want to talk to somebody who knows how that happens and what the process is. Is there a certain age you get to where it's like, all right, somebody go make a death package right now for this person? Not, they're not sick or anything, but they're just, you know, they're 70 years old. They're getting up there. It put, could, to, put together some highlights for them. Could happen at any time. Because I feel like the turnover on that is so quick. Yeah. Yeah, but then again, I think that at TV station now with, with like, digital editing and stuff, in the quickness that people can edit, I bet that, you know, somebody dies, even if it's unexpected. You know, say it's a younger person. Right. Uh how long would it really take to just search for their clips and put together something, have somebody go in a, a booth and do a quick voiceover for it? You know, that probably isn't a very long process either. So maybe they just have kind of like a protocol. Somebody ready to go at like, all times? hey, if somebody dies, Dave's going to take the video. Uh, you know, they find the, the closest anchor around me, like, go vo- do the death voiceover real quick and get that taken care of. I don't know. It's kind of fascinating. I almost just fell out of my chair there. I saw you, you almost tip over you see there, that? Yeah. I don't know what happened there. All right, we got to talk about the Madden shooting. There's no good way to transition into this. Uh, yesterday at a Madden video game tournament, this was in Jacksonville, Florida, uh, the tournament was being live-streamed on uh, Twitch. A uh, guy shot and killed two people and then shot himself. He is apparently a 24-year-old man from Baltimore, Uh, There was a Madden tournament at uh, Jacksonville Landing. It's like uh, restaurants and shops and everything. And they do these Madden tournaments. Um, 
you know, fairly often. Yeah. Uh, authorities believe the shooter was in the video game tournament, and the uh, the game's makers, uh, EA Sports, list him as a 2017 championship winner. Uh, nine other people were wound- wounded by gunfire and were in stable condition. Two other people um, were injured fleeing uh, the chaos of the uh, the gunfire. So I don't know what the story is. I don't know if this guy was just in the tournament, got mad that he lost, and decided that's it. I can't take anymore, and went and shot d- up the whole place. It's just crazy. It like, is. It's just madness. Shootings like this. I mean, it's sad that we're all numb to them, but it's like, it, it, did you see the video too? Yeah, yeah, I did. Like the video's all over the place of just the uh, the Twitch stream. And, you know, you can hear people yelling. You can hear gunshots in the back. And I kind of get it from two different perspectives. I get that you feel like the news shouldn't be showing that because you're hearing people dying. But then again, I, I feel like if we don't see and hear things like that, we just become more numb to it. Because when you just hear the story, you're just kind of like, wow, another shooting. What are we going to do? Nothing. But when you when you watch that live stream just go down, but you hear the people in the background being shot, then you're just like, wow. Like, because you don't always get to hear. Yeah. Not every, you know, mass shooting or big shooting in this country is live streamed somewhere. So I kind of get why people are like, I can't believe that you know, this is online and people are, you know, have some respect. But then I also think like, sometimes we do need to hear that as awful as it may be. Sometimes we do need to come to the realization that these are people whose lives are ending on a video game live stream. It's crazy as that sounds. So I kind of get it from uh, for, from both angles. I can see why people are upset and don't think that should be something that should be shared um, on you know TV news sites and on Twitter and whatnot. But I also get that hey, the reality is is this is a thing that happened, and sometimes we do all need that sobering realization of uh, how big of a problem shootings are becoming. And have been for years mm-hmm. in uh, in our country. So, again, uh, gunman dead, two people dead at a Madden video game tournament down in Jacksonville, Florida. 96-1. Rick Dayton, our buddy from KDK Morning News, uh, says it's called an obituary package. He says the networks have been doing them for years for influential people, particularly as they get older. I wonder what age it is. Like 65, 70? Is that when you get your obituary package if you're famous? He says it allows the networks or local affiliates to have a well-produced, comprehensive piece ready for air when that person uh, passes. Now, with local people, like, local stations have to have, you know, obviously separate lists from the national ones. Right. So, like, in Pittsburgh, like, older sports figures and everything, like... Like does every and like I I absolutely love this guy and you know we're good friends and everything but it's the only local political example I could think of like does every local news have a, a have a Mayor Peduto death package ready to go? Is that just sending? Because he's like, like an influential politician, you know. Does that just stay there? How's that work? I don't know because because he, he's kind of younger. He's not at the age where he would need. An obituary package yet. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. This is just crazy. 
Uh, I have a friend who just uh, sent me a message, uh, said when I worked at the Post-Gazette, we had obits ready to go on like 100 people, many local elected officials, sports people, but also when you got old and were famous, they had it ready, uh, and they definitely have one ready to go on a lot of the old Steelers. All right. I guess I guess that makes sense. I just wonder what the age is that you get your death package. <laughs> when you cross that line. Uh, I am completely like immersed in this whole process on how this how this happens. And you know what? You know I, what I else is crazy the, too? The guy is that makes them. You know what else is crazy too? Think about people who have like are really old and they have to go back and like re-edit and recut their death package. Like, two people I always think of. Uh, Betty White, the famous actress who was on Golden Girls, still alive. Still doing things. And the guy who used to host uh, Price is Right, Bob Barker, still alive. Those are two people sometimes where you have to question, like, they may have died 15 years ago and I just wasn't paying attention or maybe not. So I think, like, with people like that who are, like, in their 90s and stuff, do TV stations have to go, like, re-edit be like, wow. We haven't done the Betty White package since 2005. Somebody get some extra time on the weekend. You want to go recut a Betty White for us? She's 95 now. Or be like, Jesus. She's had a TV show since then. Bob Barker got through the cracks. 1989 was the last time we updated a death package on him. Somebody want to go recut a Bob Barker? Jeez. It's not even in, it's not even in HD quality. We can't even air the Bob Barker package. <laughs> Hopefully we didn't just kill off uh, Betty White and Bob Barker on the show. All right, right now it is time to get to today in Freak Show History, brought to us by Mo Southwest. Oh, welcome to Moe's. Here we go. Today in, in Freak, Freak Show, show history. history. Today in Freak Show History. Uh, today in Freak Show History, we take you back a couple years. This report was on the Today Show about uh, fitness trackers. You know, people oh, who wear yeah. like Apple Watches or Fitbits and uh-huh. everything. The Today Show always does reports like this. All morning news shows do. I'm going to get all my steps in today. I'm hitting the streets. Oh, yeah. Stepping, stepping, stepping. Stepping, stepping, uh, stepping. Yeah. Okay, Marge gets her steps in every day because I'm losing that weight. I'm on hashtag Marge's journey. Fitness trackers on my phone and my wrist okay. counting every step. But are they really accurate? I'm counting my steps. It's a lie it's not accurate i use the fitbit every day i got it i gotta keep track of my calories all i eat for lunch smart ones that's it that's all that goes in the microwave at work because i'm on hashtag marge's journey i gotta get some of this weight off smart ones in the microwave stepping it out stepping it out look at the fitbit track my progress i'm wearing three fitness trackers on the same wrist Ooh, that's a good idea i wonder if i'll get more fit if i wear three i came here to the performance lab at new york's hospital for special surgery here we go that mask measures my calorie burn a mask that measures i need a mask like that. okay listen i'm gonna ask my boss okay i'm gonna ask dave if i can't wear a calorie mask to work okay i'll look like darth vader hashtag marge's journey is there enough room for a donut in that mask (laughs) I don't see that would help me because I don't think you can fit donuts in the Darth Vader calorie tracker mask. Oh, that mask is looking good. He's wearing a full calorie intake mask. It could be like a a Marge muzzle, I'll call it. (laughs) Keep that bad food away. Let me put on my Marge muzzle. Okay, I got to put on my Marge muzzle. (laughs) Okay, no cake for me. 
I'm on hashtag Marge's journey. No cake for me. I gotta put on Marge's muscle so I don't go get this cake in the break room. You burned about 19.9 calories, which is just about 20 calories. 20 calories? Most few okay. minutes of walking. This is amazing. None of them I'm looking here were even close. It's all a lie? They're all lies! I've been doing these steps and it's all a lie? My Fitbit! I lie! <laughs> I was going so good on Marge's journey in the Fitbit. It's all a lie! We've been talking about TV news death packages because it's just kind of a weird thing that nobody really talks about. Our buddy Rick Dayton from KDKA has been kind of filling us in on the process of it. He basically just say that they have, you know, when, you know, notable people locally or nationally get to, uh, I guess, a certain age or certain health, they start putting together a package. But also they have packages ready to go on notable people. Which, then I almost think, you know, uh, a city like Pittsburgh, somebody gets elected mayor, like the next week, every local station's got to have the death package, right? 100%. Like... And they got to update it, like, you know, whenever something happens with that person. Oh, my God. Is Does every local news station have, like, a... Ongoing. Like, a... What a, a, what a pain a, in the a, ass. A Sidney Crosby, Mario Lemieux death package ready to go? Oh, my God. How morbid is that? Uh, Courtney tweets us here. What if Pittsburgh news stations have death packages already on you guys? Oh, my God. I don't I don't think so. I don't think the local news will. Uh, a quick mention, maybe. But we ain't. We maybe. Ain't. I don't think we're getting a tribute package. No. I feel like, I feel like we need to do better. We're not very d- newsworthy. <laughs> I feel like that's that's our life's calling now. We need to make such a societal impact in the city of Pittsburgh that we get a TV news death package. If we died tomorrow, we don't how even much? Get, we don't even get news coverage for Stuff of Us. They're not making us a news package. Well, for yeah, guests. but us dying would be a bigger deal than us filling fifty buses of toys for kids. Oh, of course, yeah. Of course. News loves death, man. News loves death. I'm thinking if we died, all right. Well, see, it all depends on when you die, too. Because news could have a death package ready to go for you. But if it's a big news day, then you're not maybe getting the full tribute. But if it's a slow news day, oh, God, I hope I die on a slow news day. <laughs> then then you might get the tribute that maybe you deserve. If you're a more, I guess, I don't know, well-known person. Big news day, though. No chance. Uh, Rick Dayton, though, from KDK says, I wouldn't say local news has a list. More so stations are just cognizant of notable people who the public knows about and cares about. Well, the public in Pittsburgh knows us, right? I don't know if you all care about us, but you know us. We've been doing the show here and have had, like, number one ratings for a long-ass time. I mean, I don't, you know us. I don't know if you care about us. 25 seconds. I think it's I think it's a, a mention of us dying, how we die, and then it's B-roll footage. Oh, God. What B-roll? Oh, though? God, they're going to get B-roll footage for our YouTube video. They're going to go to our YouTube channel and find video of us. Oh, man. It's going to be like you, like, awesome. dancing in an elevator in your underwear. Or just, like, us talking about <laughs> animal mating. It's like, wow, all right. Well, the B-roll will be muted, the audio. Can we let all... All right, a message to all local TV news stations. If we ever die, 
Um, you have our permission to make the tribute video if there is going to be one and it's a slow news day and you need one to use any and all video from our YouTube channel, but make it as distasteful as possible. Clothing optional. I don't want it to just be us in the studio talking on microphones. Yeah. Go find the weird videos. Me dunking chicken nuggets into Bob's belly button. Yeah, yeah. With his belly button full of barbecue sauce. Those are the memories. Find that video. That's what we want our obituary packages. (laughs) Now, there was a a Forbes richest celebrities list that came out uh, for this year. Wasn't George Clooney, I think, the uh, highest paid celebrity because he sold his tequila company this year and made a bunch of money off it. All right. He didn't actually act in anything, but yeah. Nah, he still gets, like, big checks for movies he's done in the past. Movies and TV shows. Like, George Clooney's still cashing, like, ER checks, Mm -hmm. I bet. But Business Insider did, uh, they took the Forbes how much celebrities make every year. They took that list. And then Business Insider kind of narrowed that down to how much celebrities make per hour. Okay? So, example, like, George Clooney makes $27,200 $27,200 an hour. <laughs> That's crazy, right? Every hour. Every hour, he's making almost $30,000. So Bob has taken this another step, and he's done the math. About how much celebrities make when they go to the bathroom. I mean, sure, the hour breakdown was fun, but... This is really mind-blowing right here. So, for an average bathroom trip, we're saying from the time... This is a longer bathroom trip. We're saying from the time you go in to you sit down, you go to the bathroom, you wipe, you flush, you're out. Five minutes, right? On average, Mm -hmm. we'll say five minutes is a safe number. So, do you want to know how much celebrities make a year or do you want to know how much celebrities make when they go to the bathroom? Because I kind of want to know... Like what LeBron James makes every time he poops. Uh, I think that's the only fact that you need to know today. George Clooney makes $2,200 every time he goes to the bathroom. (laughs) Five minutes on the toilet. Kylie Jenner, right? Cha-ching. Kylie Jenner, who's got her, you know, I mean, she's in the whole Kardashian empire, Uh but she's got her... Kylie Cosmetics, right? Sure, yeah, yeah. So she makes uh, just over $1,500 every time she goes to the bathroom. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, very highly paid actor, right? He, I, I mean, I, The Rock bathroom trips must be worth a lot. I feel like The Rock comes out with a movie every month, too, right? Like, he's in a movie almost every month, it seems. I mean, greatest movie of the year, Jumanji. All right. That's your best picture there? Yeah. All right. Uh, The Rock makes $1,100 every time he's going to the bathroom. Ellen DeGeneres, $832 every time she goes to the bathroom. LeBron James. What a high-paid athlete LeBron James is, right? Everything that LeBron James does on the court and everything he's involved with on the entertainment side, off the court, he makes uh, $9,760 an hour, which translate to every time LeBron James poop, he's making $813. Ching. Taylor Swift, $761 every time she goes to the bathroom. 
Beyonce makes $570 every time she goes to the bathroom. This is really putting like life in perspective, right? Yeah. You may be awake right now driving to a job where you're underpaid, underappreciated. You don't even like being there. LeBron James is making $813 every time he poops. Flush. Are you ready for some? These next two are bad, though. It's Zuckerberg and Bezos. You don't even want to mess with these. Big money. <laughs> okay. Big money. Mark Zuckerberg, of course, Facebook dude, makes about a million dollars an hour, right? I mean, depending on stocks and different things like that, how sure, it's fluctuating. Sure. But on average, he's making like a million dollars an hour. Every time Mark Zuckerberg goes to the bathroom, he's making $83,333. Whoa! Zuckerberg cashing in big, but he's nowhere on the level of Amazon's Jeff Bezos, who makes $4.4 million an hour. How is that even a real thing? Like, how doesn't Jeff Bezos just uh, cure Save homelessness or, yeah, wor- or like world hunger with that kind of money? Amazon's Jeff Bezos makes $4.4 million an hour, which translates to an incredible, unheralded, untouchable... $372,907 every time he poops. King of the toilet. King of the toilet. King of the toilet. $372,907 on average every time Jeff Bezos does his business and sits on a toilet. $372,907. Nobody poops like Jeff Bezos. <laughs> By the way, speaking of poop, if you have a uh, pet who goes on the carpet, call our friends at Zero Res Carpet Care. <laughs> they can help get those annoying pet stains out, any spots you got on your carpet. Or if you just want your carpet to look, smell, and feel clean and healthy, call right. Zero Res Carpet Care. That is a professional transition We're right there. We're pros here, man. We are pros here, man. Uh, only Zero Res will come in with their patented and powered water. Not going to leave your house smelling like chemicals. They're actually cleaning your carpets with science. They'll get the stains, look at the spots, look at the, the deep down stuff, the bacteria and like the mold and whatever else that's living in your carpet out. The stuff that stinks. And it's safe for your pets and kids too. How about Beyonce, man? Just $570 every time. It doesn't seem like a lot of money, but imagine how many times you go to the bathroom a year. Add it up. Uh, Zero Res Carpet Care, the ones you need to call to get your carpets clean. Call for the Mikey and Bob cleaning special. Three rooms, zero res clean, starting at 129 bucks. And this month, we're coming to the end of the month here. You only got a couple uh-huh. days for this. Take 50 bucks off when you get your air ducts zero res clean, too. Bob, you've had that done. It helps with your breathing and just the smell in your house. It gets all that crap out of your vents and stuff. Mm-hmm. 412-701-1188. Call and schedule your appointment. Ask for the Mikey and Bob special. It's 412-701-1188. You can also check out their website, zeroespgh.com. $14,155 every time the I rock mean, sits on the toilet. That's just a toilet ATM. Spell it backward and forward. It spells the same. Zero res. Uh, now, all these weird things happening down in the state of Florida. We just basically call them Florida stories on the show. Mm-hmm. It is time for another Florida story. Here we go. Attention all listeners of The Freak Show. It's time to travel to the Sunshine State. Yes. 
It happened again. It's, it's another Florida story. Driven by Pittsburgh Auto Depot. Uh, this one involving a monkey at a restaurant. A story that is sure to leave you scratching your head. All right. Well, with Florida stories, uh, that's how a lot of them are. It's saying a lot, though. Cover yeah. on the show. It involves a little boy, a pet monkey, right. and a bloody bite. Now we're in. All right. The eight-year-old boy and his dad came here for a meal. When the boy reached out to touch the animal, he came face-to-face with this monkey, and it did not turn out the way he or his dad expected. Okay. I mean, they were at a restaurant. At a restaurant, they encountered a... Like uh, an Italian restaurant. A small monkey. Michelle Van Houten, a grandmother from Stewart, adores her pet capuchin monkey named Jojo. Okay, uh, a Florida granny has Jojo the monkey, her pet... At a restaurant. She and her husband sometimes go out to eat and they like to take JoJo with them. Last month they were sitting on the patio at a Carrabba's Italian Grill in Stewart. Okay, they were just at a Carrabba's, right? Just at uh, an Italian restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Is that a thing everywhere? Can you just bring a small monkey out to a regular sit-down restaurant? Or is that like a, a Florida thing? A Florida thing. Okay, because I feel like if you're in the Pittsburgh area and you just take a random small monkey with you, they tell you no, sorry. to a restaurant, they're probably going to throw the flag on you there, right? With JoJo in a high chair. Uh, JoJo Joe the monkey is in a high chair oh, like a small chair. Not only is it at the restaurant, it's in a high chair. How is this happening? Jojo the monkey. Okay, how does that happen at a restaurant? Who Yo, wants Florida, to, Florida is crazy as all hell. Who wants to eat with a monkey? No one. A live primate no in the booth, like table over from him. A man and his eight-year-old son happened to be walking by, leaving the eatery. The son kind of stood back, was a little afraid, didn't want to go to, you know, close to her. And the father, yep. you know, told him that, oh, come on, don't be a wimp, come say hi to Jojo. They say the boy reached over to touch Jojo and put his finger near the monkey's mouth. First of all, what an ass this dad is. Come on, don't be a wimp. Come, come t- pet Jojo. Touch Jojo, the random high chair monkey. Hell no, I ain't touching Jojo the monkey. Can't go around petting people's random stray monkeys in Florida. It should be a rule at restaurants. Don't touch someone else's monkey while you're eating, you know? Or even when you're passing by. Who walks by a table and just goes, let me touch the monkey real quick. Let me, let me give quick, let me get my fingers on the monkey. And how about that dad shaming the eight-year-old kid to be like, listen, son. Get in here, son. Well, you don't be a wimp. Touch Jojo the monkey. I ain't gonna touch random restaurant monkey. Get the hell out of here, dad. Jojo just gently took his finger and kind of just put it in her mouth and gently... Uh, playful, playful bite. Started to just put pressure on Okay, it. yeah, that's called a bite. That's yeah, Jojo yeah. the monkey biting a child. The Van Houten say the boy started to get scared and quickly pulled his finger out of the monkey's mouth and ended up getting bitten. Oh, okay, so it's now the eight-year-old's fault that Jojo the monkey... How about don't have your monkey at the restaurant? They're oh. very lovable. They're, they're almost like having furry kids. Okay, man, this lady just called a monkey a furry kid? It's like having a furry kid. How does the restaurant put Jojo the monkey in a high chair? Listen here, crazy lady. Take your monkey home. Take your furry child out of here. The couple says they want the public to understand this was not a violent attack. They say it's possible since the little boy had just finished eating. Okay, but yeah, shouldn't the public know that maybe you shouldn't have monkeys wait, 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 what, at, at dinner what's here? What's the excuse? Okay. Maybe the monkey smelled some traces of food on the boy's finger and the monkey was tasting it. Okay, uh, it's the kid's fault now because the monkey had a hankering for the <laughs> 
sauce. His fingers smelled like a spaghetti dinner, so Jojo the monkey had no choice but to taste. When the child pulled his hand away, the monkey bit his finger. What is happening in here in this Florida story? It was just a, you know, a mishap. Florida Fish and Wildlife ended up charging the couple with my furry child. two misdemeanors because the monkey did not have its rabies shots oh, and better. because they did not keep the monkey from hurting someone. All right, now Jojo the monkey ended up not having rabies, even though his shots weren't weren't up yeah, today. Yeah, so the yeah. kid didn't get rabies or anything for Jojo the monkey. It just seems completely insane <laughs> that nobody is questioning, like, hey, why is the monkey at the restaurant with the general public in a high chair, high chair eating like, well, it's a furry child. It's a furry child. That's why. <laughs> like, I feel like that lady went in the restaurant. They're like, ma'am, you can't have your monkey here. Be like, I'll this put it in the my, high chair. This is my child. And they're like, a monkey in a high chair? And she said, it's just like a furry child. And they're like, good enough for me, then. What would the monkey like to eat? Hey, the bottom line is, I don't care if you're in Florida or not, don't whip your monkey out at a restaurant, especially in front of an eight-year-old boy. 96.1. Follow and tweet the 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Jana tweets us, turned on the radio and I hear crack pipe and that's not chocolate. Show never disappoints. At FS Mikey and at FS Big Bob. Steelers! Steelers. Uh, Steelers beat the Titans on Saturday, 16-6 to in the third preseason game. Uh, ben played. Some of the starters played. Uh, ben went 11-18. 114 yards and a touchdown pass in the uh, Steelers win. Here was Ben Roethlisberger talking about the first-team offense getting out there. Yeah, it was, it was good. Three drives, I think. Uh, scored on one. Stayed healthy. You know, we did it without some big names out there, right? Without Le'Veon, without AB, without Vance. and So some guys stepped up and did some really good things, and guys made plays. So uh, when you don't have those big names out there, I, I like it because it showed to everybody that we can do it. Uh, yeah, James Conner's been getting a lot of uh, work at running back, a couple other guys because Le'Veon's not there. Here was Ben talking about James Conner after the game. Yeah, I'm excited what James can do and has been doing. Um, so it's it, it's good to have him out there and doing some no-huddle stuff with him. And, you know, I, I told him, I said, if you get winded tonight, let me know, and I'll try and give you a, a breather with a play call. And he never said anything to me, so I, I like the, the shape that he's in as well. Uh, Landry Jones, Mason Rudolph, both, they're okay, you know. Uh, they're yeah, okay. Yeah. Josh Dobbs did not get in there and uh, play. Coach Tomlin was asked after the game, will Josh Dobbs get a play in the final preseason game? That's uh, this Thursday, right? Mm -hmm. At home versus Carolina. We'll make that determination as we plan for next week. We we made plans specific to this game, and so uh, we'll see where we are next week, not only with him, but with everyone. Josh Dobbs is probably the odd man out here. They're not getting rid of Landry Jones. They think he's a fine backup, and uh, you know, Landry Jones can win you a couple games if, uh, you know, Ben goes out. Sure, he's done it before. He knows the offense. He's been here for a while now. And they're not going to get rid of a rookie, especially a high draft pick like Mason Rudolph. They're not going to get rid of him. Josh Dobbs is probably the guy who's going to be on the uh, free yeah, agent wire. Yeah. And if he clears that, probably the uh, you know practice squad. That's just how it is. They got to keep four quarterbacks on the uh, regular roster. The thing that's different, uh, though, is because they're not making, they're not making two cuts, right? No, this huh, season, huh. like, huh. that's gone. It used to be... One cut gets the roster down a little bit, and then it had to get down like this week. Right, then they swoop back in and make another 52-man roster. Now it's just got all these players, 90 or whatever, and then make one big cut to get it down, which I think is kind of a good and bad thing because then you get extra looks at players that you might have already cut just to get the roster down. 
But earning those guys even making the team anyway? No, it doesn't matter. Uh, here was Coach Tomlin kind of recapping the 16-6 uh, to win. like what I saw uh, on a lot of fronts in the game. Gave Ben an opportunity to work. I like um, the fluidity of the way the offense moved, or the first group. Uh, defensively, I thought they, they minimized oh, yeah. the run, and oh, that yeah. gave him an opportunity to get after the passer and create some turnovers. So um, some positivity, obviously some things to work mm, on. Positivity and fluidity. I mean, you can hear it in his voice that he's just tired of the damn preseason. He's just thinking of words to come up with for the fans there. Just like, I know I have to say things about the game, but fluidity, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Vince Williams signed a uh, big deal uh, last week. What did he get, like four years, $20 million? Here was Coach Tomlin talking about uh, Vince Williams, Steelers linebacker, New Deal. Vince's story is still a story. This is a guy, a later round draft pick, that's earned – his way into this thing. Uh, first as a special teams contributor, and uh, he's answered the bell at every turn and continued to grow. And so he, he's an easy guy to do business with. And so we're excited that we're going to continue to do business with him, and he's deserving of it. And uh, here's Coach Tomlin on the team going into the last week here, the final preseason game. We've had a uh, some quality work. We've had great competition yeah. uh, as we walk out of this locker room and go into our last week. It's important that everybody give themselves the very best opportunity to, to make it, to put their best foot forward and continue to fight. There you go. So final preseason game will be uh, this Thursday at home uh, against the Carolina Panthers. The first real game, though, September 9th, they'll be at Cleveland. Mm-hmm. That is the first one that actually matters and we should actually care about. <laughs> Uh, now, we have another uh, weird Florida story on the show, but also deals with uh, a naked person, too. So. Double down. All right, let's get to this. Let's get the uh, Florida intro here. Attention all listeners of The Freak Show. It's time to travel to the Sunshine State. Oh, yeah. yes. It happened again. It's another Florida story. Driven by Pittsburgh Auto Depot. Uh, also, this has to do with a naked person. Now, if you are just somewhat new to the show, we have been keeping track of how many shows in a row we do where there's a story of somebody getting naked. For the 17th yep. straight show, we have a naked person. Whoa! It happened again! Someone decided to get naked! It's time for another naked story on the 96-1 Kiss Morning Freak Show with Mikey and Big Bab. It's another story about somebody getting naked and riding their bike on the highway in Florida. I feel like this is happening a lot more often than it should, right? This has happened a few times already this year. Somebody naked on yeah. a bike on the highway. Drivers in Miami got quite the show on their rush hour commute. Okay. Still can't believe this story. The dude is on a bike wearing nothing but a string, some pink socks, and some, uh, I don't know. Uh, something else, right? Yeah. Pink socks. A string? It's like uh, the thing he's talking about is like a scarf or like a bandana or something he has around like his neck. Okay, but he, he's calling that a string? Well, there's a string like oh, like coming a off of it. Yeah, string like, maybe coming off it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So maybe it's But like, he's definitely bare-ass to see. <laughs> like he's, he's okay. pedaling hard, as hard as he can. On 95, a major highway down near Miami. What's he got around his neck there? Anyway, (laughs) FHP got lots of calls, but they never found the guy. Okay, how does a naked guy on a bike on a major highway get away? My man just rides out. If he was going fast enough, it's not like somebody was handing him clothes or something. How does... 
How does somebody get away? You feel like that's the easiest criminal to catch. He's naked on the highway. Yeah. Pedaling on a bike. Yeah. Wearing pink freaking socks. <laughs> How can't they find that person? And wouldn't you take the scarf thing and cover your junk with it or something? Like, you just... <laughs> I think the guy wanted to be naked, man. You know, I don't think it was... I mean, he put the socks on, obviously. Yeah. I uh, I just, I can't believe they don't find that guy. No, he's he's uh-uh. naked with pink socks on. No, no, nobody it's got It's not him. like it's just like, well, we tried to find him, but you know how many naked people are around here with pink socks on? Actually, you get the right area in Florida. You yeah, might find yeah. multiple people like that. How can that be comfortable? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, bikes aren't comfortable. <laughs> okay, now I love, I love when the news has to transition from something into like usually a weather report. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how do you get from naked guy on a bike wearing pink socks into what's the weather today? So the uh, the one anchor is saying, how can that be comfortable? You know, like bike seats aren't comfortable. In the first place. But his shoes are protected. <laughs> his feet are safe. That's what matters. I want to talk about weather. Take it away. <laughs> I like I like talking about weather. I love I love just the awkward. I want to talk about weather, guys. Yeah, but yeah, uh, no, the weather guys. The, na- the guy's naked with socks on. Why does he have pink socks on? Do we we should talk about this more? His bare his bare ass cheeks are on the seat. Anybody else want to uh, throw in there? How do they not catch this guy? The lady's just like I just I want to do the weather. Can I just do the weather? <laughs> just want to get to the weather now. Uh, naked person in Florida making the show once again. Hot and humid today. It's going to be a high of like 87 degrees. Chances of scattered rain today. Oh, creamy. Tomorrow, I think the uh, humidity is supposed to really just kick in. Heat index in the uh, 90s. couple of swampy more days, you know. We're getting to the end of summer, but you still got to deal with some... Uh, Moist. Some swampy days. Ooh, those kids back in school. Not knowing about deodorant. Where deodorant, kids? All right, is that your yeah. hot tip for the kids today? Yeah, it's going to be hot. Uh, Yeah. You know, there's always, uh, like, what grade do you think it is? Like, fifth, sixth grade? Maybe, yeah, maybe yeah. like, fourth grade? There's an awkward, like, I think probably fifth grade is when I started wearing deodorant. My parents bought me this uh, roll-on stick of deodorant called Fun and Fresh. I remember it because it was like traumatizing to me that I was like grown enough to uh, smell funny. And then fun and fresh showed up. <laughs> it's like my parents had to talk to me and they're just like, it's time. I'm like, I don't need deodorant. I don't smell. Like, Because you never think you, you smell yourself. But my parents like, it's time. Here's go, fun and go, fresh. Go look on your dresser. And there it was. The fun and fresh roll on. It's a good introduction to deodorant. PJ tweets us here. I just walked into the bathroom before class. Some guy had his shirt up and was drying off his nipples. Why do your nipples ever need to be dried at 8 o'clock in the morning? Uh, He says uh, West Virginia is really trying to get back to the number one party school spot. It's getting saucy. Okay, so this happened at uh, WVU, West yeah, Virginia yeah. University. Did he, he say if it's a dryer or like they're using paper towel or? I don't know. Tweet him back here. Let me tweet him back here. Like how are we drying paper, those nipples, boss? Paper, paper towels or one of the dryer blowy thingies. 
I, is that important, though? Is that important to the... I'm just curious. It's not really important. I mean... Okay, now, here's what I think. Here's what I think. <laughs> Dry your nips either way. It's a hot, humid morning, so I'm thinking maybe he was walking to class and then thought, wow, I really uh, have a lot of under-boob sweat. I feel like that's what it is. Moist, I feel like a it, moist underboob. Listen, if there's any reason to dry your nipples at 8 a.m., it's un, it's underboob sweat. So I don't think he's drying necessarily his nipples off. Maybe the nipples are swampy. Nipples don't sweat. Maybe in West Virginia they do. Nipple sweat milk. <laughs> Nipple sweat milk. Girls. Girl nipple sweat milk. <laughs> I don't know why you need to be drying off your nipples at 8 a.m. The only thing I can really, really think is that walking to class, maybe, West Virginia, hot, humid, swampy morning, mm-hmm. under boob sweat happens. It's okay, right? It's all right. Hey, you got to take care of yourself, man. We, should, we shouldn't be judging somebody either getting it with paper towels or standing at a dryer in the bathroom drying that under boob sweat. You know what I'm saying, man? Because sometimes when you're outside and it gets a little sweaty out, okay, it gets a little humid out, all right, some parts of your body that don't normally sweat, what parts? Start sweating it up now. Sweaty parts. I got sweaty parts. Oh. Uncomfortable area. I got sweaty nipples. Under boob sweat. Sweaty nipples. Gotta dry it off with the paper towels or stick the dryer on it. Gotta calm it down. Sticky nipples. Sticky, sweaty, under boob sweat. Sweaty nipples. Creamy nipples. West Virginia sweaty mountaineer nipples. Mountain nipples. (laughs) Gotta get these mountain nipples dried off before I go to class. Oh, damn. I don't want any of my classmates to see how sweaty these boobs get when it's over 85 degrees. Humid, humid mountain nipples. Sweaty mountain nipples. Get a paper towel out. (laughs) Wipe down my nipples. All right. Wipe down my under boob area. Get to class, y'all. That ain't working. Oh, damn. Get the dryer out and just lift the shirt open. Dry the nipples. Dry the under boobs. Dry my nipples. Dry my under boobs because I'm going to class Mm. with dry nipples. Oh, yeah. Going to class with dry under boobs. Dry mountain under boobs. At West Virginia. Damn right. Dry mountain boobs. Mountain nipples, y'all. Dry mountain nipples. Oh, damn. It ain't wet no more. Uh-uh. It ain't sweaty no more. The peaks aren't sweaty. I'm ready to go to class because I got control of my sweaty, sweaty mountain nipples. Mountain nipples. And my sweaty, sweaty, sweaty mountain under boobs. It's the valley. <laughs> the <laughs> valley of my nipple mountains. <laughs> sweat in the valley. It's like a sweaty, sweaty river going through the peaks. 
peaks in the valley. My nipples in my underboobs. It's all sweaty. It's all wet. We got to get it with the paper towel. We got to get it with the dryer. Oh, yeah. Oh, PJ just tweeted he's using uh, paper towels. Okay. He said right inside the bathroom door, he was wiping it down with paper towels. And he said we made eye contact. <laughs> Don't look at me when I'm wiping down my underboobs. Don't look a man or a woman directly <laughs> in the eye if they're wiping their nipples or underboobs with paper towels. Come on. Mikey and Bob, 96.1 Kiss. It is the uh, Morning Freak Show. Now, if you're just tuning into the show, these tweets aren't going to make any sense to you at all, but does any of our show really make any sense to you at all? Ron tweets, Zero, I'm at a red light. Saw this girl on the other side of the intersection cracking up in her car. I know she was listening to the same thing as me. Hashtag mountain nipples. Christy tweets, this your underboob sweaty nipple song made me laugh and also wonder what nipples would look like if you stuck them under one of those supersonic strong bathroom dryers that make your skin flap around. Oh, flappy nipples. <laughs> Please welcome to the stage. Get those dollars out. Straight, straight out of West Virginia. Dancing for you tonight. He's a little sweaty because he's come from all the way from West Virginia to dance for you tonight in the Pittsburgh area. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage. Flappy nipples. <laughs> all right. Um, see, that's why it's always good to catch up with our podcast because you could be hearing the show right now and have no idea why we're talking about sweaty, flappy West Virginia nipples. No, you're gonna learn though. Uh, Pirates blow, yeah, they lost two out of three over the weekend in Milwaukee. Uh, Brewers beat the Pirates seven to four yesterday. They are now this got to be the worst, right? 13 games back in the NL Central. There's no chance at that at all. Like all the, uh, you know, like local sports report, they'll they'll include them talking about like the wild card or whatever. Yeah, they're eight and a half games back but in the wild card. there is no damn chance. No, there really isn't anymore. Uh, I mean, there hasn't really been a while uh, for a while. They even after the trade deadline, after they got you know Chris Archer, this good pitcher from Tampa Bay, they, they crapped the bed. They have not done good since the trade deadline and have not done what they needed to do to even get them really in the conversation uh, for a legit shot at the National League wild card. So, But honestly, the season's kind of going like everybody expected it to go. Did you hear Chris Archer, though, when he was kind of asked about his, uh, his starts? I don't think he's had really one good start with the Pirates since the uh, since the trade deadline. But I, I actually liked his response to when he was asked about it. This is the, uh, you know, the newer pitcher uh, for the Pirates, Chris Archer, who they got at the trade deadline from uh, Tampa Bay. I'm looking at um, five starts here, clearly, and you've openly said you need to be better. You want to be better. You will be better, Chris. How much of a challenge, I guess, is a transition spending your entire career in the American League and then coming over to a new league, seeing a whole bunch of new lives that you don't usually face? All right, so that's a, there's a setup for the question right there. Hey, you know, you've had five starts at the Pirates. They haven't, you know, gone on very good transition what's the transition like coming from an american league sure. team to a national league team and these you know things are different yeah. actually i gotta be honest if there's anything i would think that would be an advantage because the national league hitters may not know 
what kind of stuff he throws because they haven't really faced him on a regular basis. So if anything, that should have been an advantage, not like a disadvantage, right? Here's Chris Archer's answer. I got no excuse, man. Um, I appreciate you trying to help me out with that, but there's there's really no excuse. I have to execute at a higher level. It doesn't matter who I'm facing. That's a, that's a good response. Just honest. It's kind of like I just... Kind of suck. I appreciate you trying to paint our buddy. Uh, pretty picture. Spills tweets is here. What about Cervelli's poor performance at first base as well? Oh my God, was Francisco Cervelli playing first base? I'm not. I'm not know. watching any I of the Pirates have to game. Watch so to know. I don't. Listen, know. I know the score is like I'll look at that, but I don't, I'm not actually watching Pirates game. If Francisco Cervelli's playing first base, I know they were talking about it after he had his like concussions, or whatever. Just yeah. like, hey, maybe he could do some time at first base. I just don't know it. Listen, none of it even matters. They're not making the playoffs. It's over. They are who we thought they were. They're going to end up probably being about a 500 like, team. If you're one of the few people still going to games, enjoy. You know, good for you. Yeah, Nobody's yeah. been going to the games all season. It kind of ended up like how we all thought it was going to end up. What were you saying about uh, the Pittsburgh papers? Oh, yeah. Pittsburgh uh, became the largest city without a daily print newspaper now. What just went? Post-Gazette? Uh, yeah. Was yeah, the yeah. last one that uh, stopped being daily. That was just recently, right? Yeah. So largest U.S. city now without a All right. a daily newspaper. Do we need the daily newspaper? Like, I mean, everything's online. Do we need the paper anymore? Like, do we need the daily newspaper? So Pittsburgh's the largest U.S. city now without any daily newspaper. Right? Yeah, yeah. Right. Hey, number two most livable city behind Honolulu, though, so screw it, right? How many Lombardis those other cities have with their fancy <laughs> newspapers, huh? Yeah, okay. You need the daily paper every day to remind you about your lack of Lombardis? <laughs> you crappy cities? <laughs> Pittsburgh's got six. We don't need a daily paper to remind us how many Lombardis we have. <laughs> <laughs> Always the argument, man. Hi. Hi. Uh, it's a fun show today, right? Uh, yeah. Somehow, 10 o'clock. Almost. Uh, the shows are fun every day. Do we ever have not fun shows? No. Uh-uh. Ah, so fun, man. Thank you to everybody who just listens to our show. It's still amazing they, they pay us to do this. It really is. It's awesome. Good times. Just glad you guys understand us. Uh, yeah, that's well, that's the thing. We're a little yeah. different. Everybody rides with us. We appreciate that, uh-huh. that you have uh, accepted whatever it is we do and our uh, weird brand of humor. And, uh, yeah, we still really don't know what we're doing here. Uh, hopefully nobody ever figures that out. Uh, six more chances throughout the day today to win more trips to Vegas for our iHeartRadio Music Festival. Less than a month away out in Vegas. Justin Timberlake, Childish Gambino, Carrie Underwood, and more. Uh, your next chance coming up around 1110 during the Ryan Seacrest Show be listening for a uh, keyword to text into 200 200 uh now tall kathy's back today right she is wow back from uh sandals in barbados was where she was at so she'll be back on today which means freak show question of the day uh makes its return we do this at the end of every show you listen at the end of our show for the question and answer tall kathy will ask you for the answer around 5 30 that has to do with something on today's show. Today's Freak Show question of the day. You can call in, win a prize, maybe some tickets if you get it right during her show. Uh, there was a naked guy on a bike in Miami. He was wearing just these color socks. <laughs> naked guy, bike, Miami. He was on the highway. 
wearing socks. They were these distinct color. The answer, pink. Completely naked, wearing pink socks. Pink socks. On a highway, on a bike near Miami. That's Florida, man. Florida making the show all the time. Always weird things happening down there. Pink socks. Answer to the freak show question of the day. And again, listen to Tall Kathy today around 530 uh, for that. Uh, Other than that, if you missed anything on the show today, uh, get caught up. You got our iHeartRadio podcast. You can stream and download full episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can subscribe to our Mikey and Bob YouTube channel. Yep. We post a couple videos every day up on the YouTube channel for you guys to uh, to take in. So plenty of ways to get caught up uh, on the show. But definitely get the podcast every day. We can. Uh, it's basically our show without the songs and commercials. Stream and download full episodes of the show. On the free iHeartRadio app. All right. I think that's it for us. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye. This is On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Monday, August 27th. It is Seacrest.